Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy episode 20, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Sarshine. And I am Miss Lemon, Liz, uh, mommy of Chloe from the usual vet. Oh my god, Miss Lemon, you're real. You're not just a figment of my imagination that writes into the show every week. And I'm not like a, a made-up character to give everyone uh, hilarious mommy content with a bunch of girls. No, you are very real. And you are very awesome. And I miss you a lot. How have you been in these trying times? I miss you bunches. You're a delight. But I've been good. Uh, I've basically been quarantined with the Babs, mm-hmm. doing our shenanigans and things like that. So, you know, it's always very busy at all times. I was going to say, your house is always just like teeming with life. Unless everyone's mm-hmm. asleep. It's real fun. In which case it is very, very, very dead. <laughs> There's always at least one person awake. Oh, yeah. You never know who. It's always like a gamble of who's awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, we have Miss Lemon on the show, finally. I've been trying to find a good time to bring you on the show, and here we are at episode 20. So, well, technically... Uh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Technically, you were on the Capcom Live episode, and people got, like... But this is, like, your first time on, like, an episode proper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a bunch of fun questions. And I was like, one of them in particular, I was like, hmm, this would be good to discuss with Miss Lemon, which I really appreciate <laughs> all. Um, if, if you're a new listener and you haven't gone through the back catalog of episodes yet, uh, Miss Lemon here always finds a creative way to sign off on her questions and emails and they get just progressively better as the emails go on i've been starting to run out of things and it it makes me go a little wilder (laughs) (laughs) you start using like the special keyboard things and everything yeah i don't actually know a lot about things that have the word lemon in them so You you could do like oh this is a really old reference but you could do like Dear Jazzy, question signed, lemon stealing whores or something. Oh my god. <laughs> Which that video is, is one so of my good. favorites. The opening. I remember watching it and just losing my mind back in like 2008 or whenever people were posting it. Yeah. If you know what lemon stealing whores is, congratulations. You are old. Mm-hmm. If you do not know what lemon stealing <laughs> whores is, you are either a zoomer or too young to listen to this show. So get off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're a Zoomer, <laughs> then you are welcome as long as you are of legal age. Um, you can still get off, but you know. No. No, we. In, this, in a different way. In a different. Ooh, mer. You can get off yeah. to my Patreon. Wink transition. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me type to Daddy because he has not sent this week's shout out yet. What is your shout out this week? week question mark i really hope my typing came up on the mic because i'm leaving that in (laughs) it absolutely did on my end okay good because that is comedy gold 
Okay. I can't wait for him to give you something that's going to just completely embarrass yourself as usual. As usual. It's mm-hmm. funny because people are like, am I allowed to embarrass you in the shout outs? I'm like, yes. That's why I have the tier. <laughs> if you want to like advertise something or embarrass me, go for it. So that's what it's for. Exactly. Oh my God. He sent me some fire in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so how the Patreon works is $15 gets you every month one custom uh, commissioned uh, porn video from yours truly, whatever you want within my boundaries. Um, it gets you another video that I make for the $10 tier and a nude set that I make for the $5 tier. So you get everything as well as up to one sentence of shout out for every week, for every show. $10 uh, gets you everything I just said, except for the custom commission. $5 gets you a photo set of news every month and a username shout out. And then $1 tier gets you a username shout out. So going from the top, uh, Princess Sarah at this $15 synergy here writes, Jazzy, it's the cutest soggy butt ever. Thank you. And, and also, uh, my birthday is coming up, and she got me something off my Amazon wish list, and I opened it up, and it Ooh. was it was this blankie that I really wanted. And it has, like, glow- oh, yay. I know. It has glow-in-the-dark stars, and it's super soft, and I love it. So, Sarah, thank you so much. You are, like, one of the most awesome patrons, and you are the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then the sweet. It's really wholesome. Then... Uh, <laughs> Daddy Gray, the other $15 signature patron, says, quote, Daddy says Jazzy is a messy little mud puppy, end quote. Moving on to the $5 kingster <laughs> tier. <laughs> Our $5 patrons, which we got, oh my God, he's he's telegramming me right now. Stop. Uh, so Does he our, have more for you to say? No, he, he used up his one sentence already. <laughs> At the $5 tier, I should say, we got a ton of new patrons within the past week. Like, we... Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, we almost, like, doubled the Patreon. It was crazy. So, I'm just going to run it all the way down. Uh, $5, mm-hmm. we have Phil258, Casa, Lyra, Briera, uh, sorry, Briya, and Juicebox. And then at $1, we have Raystar, slash Fluff and Fluffy Nate. So, thank you all so much for supporting the show it really does mean the world to me. And after I was in uh, the bath and I got like a, like three Patreon emails all in a row. And it's just like, oh, I have, oh, I have, oh, I have new patrons. Oh, this is <laughs> lovely. So that was. What, um, what was your last photo set you did? My last photo set I did was when I was playing with slime. And then the last video. Yeah, maybe. Maybe people are real into that slime, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Clearly, you've tapped into uh, a new market. I guess so, yeah. I mean, like, I thought, like, <laughs> I, I didn't know how many people were into slime. And then I just tried it for the first time. And I'm like, this shit's really fun. But the photo set is of me in uh, my bathtub with, like, slime, like, all over me and all over my diaper and in my diaper and all over my tits. And then there's like an inflatable in there as well. It is just like, 
Ooh. It's a lot. I shut up. It's like a lot, <laughs> and people really like them. And then this uh, this month's video was uh, Daddy pouring slime all over me, and then pouring it down the seat of my diaper, and that felt really good. <laughs> Just saying, Oof. it was it was so yeah. And the person, the person who isn't uh, padded ever. Uh, just the the idea of like pouring something like slime down there sounds horrible to me. I have to take your word on liking it because I I could never do that to Chloe or anyone. <laughs> it's like a very specific stim, and like our relationship is funny. Like Daddy and I, it's funny because it's like all the stuff that would be considered a punishment is like a reward for me because I'm a dirty, dirty sub. So it's just like. Mm -hmm. Princess, what did you say? Do you want spanked? Yes. Fuck. Do you want a timeout? No. It's, it's like <laughs> if you don't shape up, I'm gonna pour stuff down your diaper. Okay. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like, as you know, I'm a good girl and I don't like, I don't like misbehave a whole lot. And if I do, it's because I don't know mm -hmm. any better. So a lot of the times when I get like spanked, it's like a maintenance spanker or something cute like that. Anywho, mm -hmm. you're you're quite a goody two shoes. Thank you. Oh my god. I have to work very hard to get you in trouble. It's true. And then like, <laughs> you and Chloe tried to report all this slander, slander <laughs> to my daddy. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, nah, none of that happened. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> but see, uh, in this house, everyone basically tattles on each other for anything at any time. So going to an actual good girl with a, a daddy who like knows what's actually up was so shocking. Like, <laughs> you can't just get her in trouble for for talking out of turn or something. Oh my gosh. It's true. It's really hard to get me in trouble. And like when I do, usually instead what he'll do is instead of rewarding me with <laughs> rewarding me with the punishment, he'll like do the the dad thing where he sets me a one knee no princess. You know that wasn't a nice thing to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. That sounds cute. perfect. It's such a perf dynamic. I love it. It's so cute. You know what else is super cute and super wholesome? Hmm. An email that we got to dear Jazzy Podcast at gmail.com. If you would. <laughs> Return of the bell. Return of the Oh, bell. yeah, it's uh, back. Oh, yeah, it's back. Um, so, yeah, if you would be so kind as to read off the email that we got to the inbox, that would be fantastic. I will gladly do that. Try not to tear up. It's so sweet. Mm. Uh, dear Jazzy, don't have a question here, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for your podcast. I'm pretty new to kinks, so I am exactly the target audience. I was hooked from episode one, since you two have such great chemistry and every episode usually makes me laugh out loud at least once. I also want to say that it's so refreshing to get to consume content by other queer folks. Even though I'm just listening on my headphones by myself, I still feel really seen and I'm thankful that you two shared your experiences and history in episode five. I actually felt inspired to write after listening to it since it was very relatable. Anyway, thank you two again for creating such great content. Lyra. <laughs> that is adorable. That's so wholesome. I did my best to, like, <laughs> not skim it super hard so I could have, like, a genuine reaction 
on the show, mm-hmm. and it's just like, <laughs> uh, I'm crying. I'm actually tearing up in real mm-hmm. life a little bit because this is really Aww. sweet, and I really appreciate it. This is just more validation beyond the Patreon, which is nice and all. This is like mm-hmm. amazing validation, and I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, so, thank like you. especially. Uh, I guess I can't talk about other kink circles, but in a way, BDL people like deal up with like feeling bad about it and this and that and stuff. So having it be normalized on a podcast is probably just awesome. Yeah, and that's like what, and that's something that uh, Z and I try to do a lot is like we try to like stray away from words like weird or like. We try to stay away from negatively connotative words because we're all about like normalizing alternative lifestyles. And and I'm not yeah. saying that as like a like a Christian word. I'm saying that as like as someone who is alternative and like alternative in the form like I am part of the goth scene. But like mm-hmm. we we're all about like normalizing any sort of like kink or lifestyle or anything like that without using like negative language. So that's I'm really happy that that sort of like vision was landing. So that's really, really wholesome. And when you get to this, yeah. when you get to this episode, Lyra, I hope you hear this because we're gushing about you and <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. It's so cute. It's like everyone's goal when they make a podcast is for someone to be like, this is exactly what I needed. You know, it's true. It's like when I was in my band and like after shows, like, after a while, like fans were coming up to like the merch table and like, oh my god, your beep name. And I'm like, yes, I am <laughs> beep name. And um, they're like, I I drew you, and I have like like fan art that fans have drawn, and like people sent me messages. That's cute. It is like the most like the most validating thing ever because it's like what I do matters. Eh. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a really big sappy post in the Dear Jazzy Discord server about like, I love you all so much. Thanks for supporting me. <laughs> Can you tell I've been on my period? Wink. <laughs> so, You're also a sappy baby. I, I am so sappy and not just my diaper. Wink. Ooh. <laughs> Mer- wink. wink. <laughs> so let's get in to the show. Let's do the questions. (laughs) Alrighty. Question one. Do you want me to just read it out? Yep. Okay. Dear Jazzy, how can I trick someone to be my mommy? And why is this question just the worst? Please note the complete and total sarcasm from Kristen Alias. He, him. Well, if you want to trick someone into being your mommy, and with the understanding that this question is hashtag the actual worst... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to catfish someone into being your caregiver or your little, the, a big problem in the ABDL community is that it's not hard. And mm-hmm. this is a problem in like overall BDSM as well, is that we as a community really need to get a lot better about how we uh, vet people before scenes, before dynamics, before anything is because, you know, a lot of the times when um, when you're new to the kink community and the BDSM community and the scene, or even just ABDL, you know, you could see mm-hmm. someone that is, like, that looks really enticing, and you're trying to get into your first relationship and your first experience with another human being sharing this, 
and you're in a very vulnerable place and you want to, you know, be very careful with, um, what you reveal and how quickly you reveal. Like Z and I, we always talk about, um, how you should always meet someone in a vanilla setting first, like in Mm -hmm. public at, at like a Starbucks or like just in like a, a non kink setting. So you can, can get to know the person. And if they're only interested Mm -hmm. in talking about kink, you know, that's a red flag. But in terms of like catfishing someone into being your partner, what I see a lot of the times is like, this is especially true with like hashtag Instagram daddies and like fake daddies who will like enter this community. They see a bunch of submissive littles and they, they put Mm -hmm. in their profile like, yeah, daddy dom. And they'll message like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of these like impressionable girls, and it's just like, yeah, I'll take care of you. I'll you'll never have to work again. I'll give you an allowance, and that could sound really appealing. Or like the converse is true. Like maybe someone is a caregiver and is new to the community, and someone approaches them. It's like, yeah, I'll be your baby, and like I'll be completely subservient to you. And there are parallels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There are parallels between this and the larger BDSM community, where it's just like, yeah, I'll be your sub. You can own me. And then what that, that could either be, you know, good, or more likely it could turn out to be this person just wants to be like dependent on someone. And mm-hmm. a lot of bad things could happen. So that is how. Like, I, I can absolutely see a scenario of a, someone who's a, a little or a sub going to a dom or like a mommy or something and just being like I'm so sad I'm so depressed this or that only I had a mommy or a dom and the person might think well I guess I'll like roll RP or like dom them this one to make them happy but it could just trap you in like a relationship where you don't want to be in it but you feel like you can't not be in it and that's also kind of like tricking them into sort of this role that they don't want but feel like they have to be in which also could cause a lot more harm than good oh yeah no that's a very common manipulation tactic and unfortunately Mm -hmm. that they might not even do it on purpose but like you got to be a little careful you know oh yeah absolutely and that's not just a hypothetical like we've both probably seen that like in real life maybe with people we know Mm -hmm. this isn't me suggesting this is just me like proliferating on this point and everything I'm not super, I don't know a lot of people besides like this household and like you and a couple others, but online every now and then I see people talking about things and they're like, oh, this is toxic because I just like stalk or this or that and stuff. And it's just, it just gives me also sympathy of like, man, it's tough for everyone out there. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, um, excuse me, your vibes are atrocious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to quote Z. So yeah, that is, that's my answer to that one. Did you have any more thoughts or did you want to move on to number two? Well, uh, if we wanted to go along with it and be in a world where this wasn't the worst question in the world, I think the best way to trick someone to be your mommy is put yourself in a basket at their doorstep with a rattle. Like someone left you at their doorstep and they have to adopt you now. With like a little, or you'll be like, left outside in the cold. Like a little cardboard <laughs> sign that says, please adopt me. And they just leave you outside like the gates of a nunnery <laughs> or like a convent. Like you're outside of like a library or something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much the only real way you could do that. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Not I, in real life. No, not in real life. I'm sorry. I just like phased out of reality for a second. I'm back. I'm back from the ether. It's okay. It's okay. Reality is less interesting than babyality. Yeah. I was taking a deep swig of my coffee in order to like, I'm trying to like have a, like a whole big like thing of coffee next to me when I record the show. Cause I'm sick of editing out all my yawns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's working well so far. Good luck. Uh, thank you. Miss <laughs> right. Lemon, what is question number two? Two is, Dear Jazzy, what color is Tuesday? From Fluffy Nate, he him. Well, according to the lyrics to Friday I'm in Love by The Cure, Tuesday's gray <laughs> and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> furthermore that's pretty good yeah thank you uh furthermore monday could be either blue as in tuesday's gray and wednesday mm-hmm. too or it could be i don't care if monday's black tuesday wednesday heart attack thursday never looking back it's friday i'm in love thank you thank so you so tuesday's heart attack color tuesday is either heart attack or gray so mm-hmm. try fitting a heart attack onto one of those custom Crayola crayons. <laughs> yeah. So that I don't is know what shade that would be, but... I was going to say that... Um, actually, maybe I don't want to think about what color that would be. Yeah. That sounds cursed. <laughs> that must be the wrong direction to go. That sounds cursed as hell. Next question. Dear Jazzy, bearing diapers... What is your favorite part of your dynamic with your daddy and why? Additionally, why does he keep picking on me? From cloud puddles, she, her. Outside of diapers. Actually, it's funny because, like, diapers aren't even, like, my favorite part of, like, the dynamic and, like, the little lifestyle. It's just, like, part of it Mm -hmm. for me. I would say, like, my favorite part of my dynamic is just, like, just, like, I would say just like the care and like the very like soft, gentle attention and the times where it's just like, oh, you're too little to do that. Let me do that for you. Like that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things is when he'll just like randomly say like, let me do that for you. And that just like melts me or when he like. Oh yeah. The soft, the soft parts of like dynamics like that are just, they're just chef kiss, you know? (laughs) manja yeah exactly yeah no it's so good like i love that just like really soft like because i've always responded really really well to just like like soft attention and like for lack of a better word like kid gloves like Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing and i've just always like responded very positively and well to that and daddy does that really well and while he is um, my owner and while he is my dom and person who holds my collar he's also my daddy and he is like very careful to make sure that even though he is my dom and I am his sub he, I never cease being his, his baby girl and he never ceases being my daddy and that care is just always like present and it's very wholesome and since I know you're listening to this I love you aww, <laughs> aww. wholesome What's your what's your so fa- cute. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to turn this around. <laughs> what is your favorite part of your dynamic with Chloe, if I can ask? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm right with you. It's like the softness. I'm, I'm her mommy, and I love getting to like take care of her. And, uh, when she like snuggles into me and stuff, and is feeling a little, I love that so much. It just like fills my heart with warmth, you know. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm a person who loves doing different things, and our dynamic is I'm I am a switch. Uh, I'm mostly her mommy, but I'm very firmly a switch. And when we switch around, or even when I'm like her dom and she's my sub or something, like uh, the different dynamics in our single relationship is just so. It's just nice. It's freeing, you know. Mm-hmm. If at any point one of us is too tired to do something, we have something else that we really want to do that's going to be fun, and it just keeps everything alive, you know. Yeah. And that's really wholesome. And I don't think a, a ton of people know. First of all, I don't think a lot of people know that you can have multiple dynamics within one relationship, but also mm-hmm. that, you know, that's something that's okay. And especially if oh, you're yeah. a switch, like that's, that could even be like an emotional need even. So that's really cool mm-hmm. that you're able to like have that space with Chloe and everything. That's really wholesome. Oh, yeah, like, I, I love doming her, being your mommy, and this amount of stuff, so every now and then, it's just really fun having the tables turned on me as a dom, too, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of live for that variety in life. Other people in other relationships kind of a completely 100% wholesome, uh, one sort of dynamic relationship and be perfectly happy, but it's really nice to find someone who is as changeable as I am sometimes and dynamic, so mm-hmm. it's just nice. That is nice. I really like that. That's wholesome. <laughs> so, I feel we have uh, sufficiently answered that one. Miss Lemon. You didn't answer why he keeps picking on cloud puddles. Oh, that's right. Uh, he keeps picking on you because <laughs> you make it so damn easy. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Got her. Oh, boom. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, my God. The waveform for that is so crunchy. <laughs> it's so crunchy oh god that's fine yeah I'll just fix that in post or not or not you never know <laughs> <laughs> you never know with me Like some people like crunch it's fine <laughs> some people are all about that titty crunch mm, no no one is <laughs> no one ever is how dare you I, I'm pretty sure only about like six or seven people total in the world will understand that reference, but shout out to all of you who do. And that's too many. That is too too many many people. That's too many people that know about Titty Cranch. Please do not... I hate it so much. (laughs) Please do not write into the show and ask what it is. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you can speculate. Mm -hmm. Question number four. Mm -hmm. Question number four. I'm surprised you even know that number, Jazzy. Look at you. My God. <laughs> I. Dear Jazzy. I can't. You have been gifted a family kink trip to a hotel anywhere in the world for one week. This trip is valid for yourself and up to seven other people. Where would you go? Who would you bring? What are three kinky things you want to do whilst on your trip? From Miss Mimi, she, her. Well, Miss Mimi. Um, you know, I was thinking about, like, 
I was taking a bath, and I was like, I should really, like, come up with an answer to this question before it goes on to the show. But here we are. <laughs> we out here. Um, anywhere in the world. I feel like going to... Um, I feel like going to... Well, first... Okay, first of all, I have to pick my... Oh, wait, no. The, the question is, where would I go? Okay. So, first... Yeah. First, I would say... Where would you go? Who would you bring? And what are three kinky things you would want to do on your trip? Okay. Uh, I would say... I think going to Japan would be really cool. And then, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Which, Daddy and I want to go to Japan anyway sometime. But there's a lot of potential there. And I'll get into that in a second. Okay, well... So, you want to go to Japan no matter what. If for a specific trip for doing kinky things, where would you want to go to do your kinky things? Still Japan? Yes, probably still Japan. Uh, the other option is, I know uh, Miss Mimi used to run, she said on the show last time she used to run a daycare. And then in her area, there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of like little friendly like outings and activities that you can go do. So part of me really wants to go do that because that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I believe she's in Canada. You would have to go to Canada for that. Yep. Uh, for my birthday, my parents are helping me renew my passport and get my name changed on there, and that's really wholesome. So Yay. that may happen sooner that's awesome. than later. Yeah. Um, so either Japan or Miss Mimi's neck of the woods, totally dependent. Um, mm-hmm. And specific- You are dependent. Just because it's <laughs> just because it's true doesn't mean you have to say it. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I'm sure everyone listening already knows. Never mind. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, okay, so if I were to go to Japan, I feel like it'd be really cute to like go. Obviously, like go shopping because there's so much cute stuff mm-hmm. that you can find in Tokyo and. Uh, specifically the Akihabara shopping district, but also like outside of Tokyo, there's also um, this amusement park that I really want to go to that has like a sub theme world that's all about like Evangelion, and I am Ooh. I am obsessed with Evangelion. Let me tell you that much. It's a whole like theme. It's not like Disney or something. It's like a different theme park. I it, don't know a lot about theme parks. It, it's like a it's like a like a Disney sized theme park with like separate like mm-hmm. sub worlds within them and one of them is uh evangelion themed i'm like y- yes and then that's awesome yeah so so that's like one like amusement park the shopping and then also there's just so much like beautifulness there but that's not exactly kinky mm-hmm. that, that's a sightseeing thing that's not kinky um i would love to check yeah, out come on get get back to the program all right I gotta, get, I gotta get my head in the gutter um i would mm-hmm. i would love <laughs> i mm, no okay i would love to visit a japanese bdsm dungeon just to see like mm-hmm. because you know i've seen american dungeons and then i've seen uh, Russian dungeons because of uh, No Effects Backstage Passport, which is one of my favorite music mm. documentaries ever. So, and I, I really mm-hmm. like seeing like what BDSM looks like elsewhere in the world that's not just America. So, I feel like that could be a really fun trip. Um, it would be so interesting to see what cultural differences there are, and, like what kinks are the most 
common kinks in their dungeons as opposed to ours. Right, exactly. And then seven people, that's a lot. Okay, so it's myself and seven people. So this is mm-hmm. the Japan one, that is just like a like a fantasy whatever. The actual like reasonable one is like Miss Mimi's neck of the woods or like going to like go to see Ruka and then having a bunch of people. So mm-hmm. who I would bring okay, I've got I got my fingers out so I don't lose track here. Uh, right. There is in your household there are five, yes? Yeah. Okay. Um so you five You don't you aren't obligated to bring my household just because I'm on your your show right now. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would want to though. Yeah, that's fair. It's true. We party. We party. We party hardy. <laughs> uh, U5 and then Ruka and Uncle Neff. I feel like that's a good spot. You're not going to bring your daddy? Uh, daddy is very selective with like, he gets overstimmed pretty easy. Like, like Capcom was like way too much for him to handle. And so he just kind of took like a, like a quieter role in everything. So I feel like being I don't blame him. That was a busy con. <laughs> that was a very busy, busy con. So I feel like inviting him along on like a specific like this is a littles trip. I feel like that would be a lot <laughs> for him. And out of respect for him, I would rather go back and do that trip again with him separately so he can have like mm-hmm. space to breathe and everything. A quieter, nicer less high-key trip, probably, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. What about you? What do you think? What would you do? Mm, well, first, you should probably finish your half and what are three kinky things you want to do? You wanted oh. to visit the dungeon or something in Japan, right? Right. Um, so, this is... Um, so, I already said the Japan ones. I think for Canada... For one, two, and three, I would love to uh, do all the fun things that Miss Mimi described on the show to me. Like, mm-hmm. going to, like, there was, like, the, I forget what it was, but, like, the, like, indoor, like, adult playground thing. That sounds, like, really fun. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, uh, her local dungeon, which sounds like a lot of fun, and then, mm-hmm. um, she has this like vision laid out of like going to the zoo with a bunch of littles and bringing a picnic. That sounds great. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> oh yeah, going to the zoo and bringing little custom-made baggy snacks for each one of us. Hmm, it's almost <laughs> like we've done that before. It was very fun. It... I'd love to do that again. Oh my Miss god, Mimi would be a great help. That would be so great. I I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that trip. And the snack pack you made me was very tasty, if I say so myself. Aw, yay. I'm glad. Yes. Even though I got stung by a bee twice. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. It it just, like, I I think, oh, my God. No, I do remember. I think I, like, shoved it out of my memory for a bit there. But I was, we were walking past, like, one of the big buildings, and I, I just got stung, and I got, like, three feet of air when I jumped and like a bunch yeah. of people were like looking at me like, oh my god. It was funny. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, sad face. Sad baby. 
Um, I guess if I was answering this question, uh, hmm. I would love to go to Europe, honestly. Mm -hmm. Just go to Germany, you know, where all the where all the, the pictures of people in kink gear and furry gear tend to originate. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, where all the shiza porn tends to originate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh I would absolutely bring my whole house because I am obligated. Aww. Uh and I would definitely bring you and Aww. um goodness. Probably, I probably want to bring Miss Mimi. Me and her chat a lot. She's cool. Aww. And so, and also that means I wouldn't be the only big. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you'd be <laughs> severely outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess honestly, just touring the dungeons and things like that—that that just sounds really fun. I honestly haven't been to a dungeon ever. Uh. Which, it's not super high on my list, because I basically live in a little dungeon. <laughs> you effectively do. Uh, but, like, uh, I don't know. It'd just be a neat experience. Mm -hmm. Japan would be really high on my list as well, though. That'd be amazing. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. That was a that was a very good question. Thank you, Miss Mimi. That, that got a lot of yeah. content. That was wonderful. It was fun. <laughs> what is... Question number five. Dear Jazzy, you have just been isekai'd. What world do you go to and who goes with you? What is your purpose? Are you a hero, villain, victim, or slave? From Lizzie, they, them. Do you know what an isekai is? Uh, yeah, that's when you get, like, raptured to, like, a different dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot. Yes. 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 <laughs> it happens. I love your raptured <laughs> you just get raptured to another dimension so if anyone doesn't know what oh, that man. looks like that looks like uh like dot hack or sort of online or no game no life mm -hmm. like one of those situations where like the protagonists are like trapped in another world and they just get like transported like somewhere else like one of those shows and very often they're surrounded by uh usually girls who become a harem Yep. I think I've seen a boys who become a harem like once. So, Boy harem you know. anime is like so good. It's so rare. It's so rare. But it is very good. But also, like, a lot of these shows tend to be very <clears throat> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> there, I said it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Usually, one of them is like an somehow incestual romance option, which, you know. Always a, a lovely thing to see. Usually there's like an underage romance option as well. And it's like, oh, yeah. Ooh, no. no, usually they look underage, but they're actually 200 years old. They're actually 5,000. It's kind of worse to me, honestly. <laughs> My Lala fell isn't a child. She's an adult. Wink. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, we know why you did that. We know. We, know. we all know. We know. But if I were to be isekai'd, um, I don't know. This is hard because it's like our world is scary, but so many fantasy worlds are even scarier. It's just um, like, I guess you really have to pick like what kind of magic powers or like norms you want to see in your your world you choose. You know. 
Mm-hmm. Do you want like a digital one or like a fantasy one? I think it'd be really cool to like, oh God, I'm going to be so fucking dorky here. I would love to be, (laughs) I would love just to be, because it's like, while being a hero or like some kind of like protagonist-esque character would be really cool, that also runs the risk of dying. And I'm not about that. Mm -hmm. Um, It'd be really cool to like be like a non-essential like townsperson NPC within like a sandbox MMO like Star Wars Galaxies or Ultima Online mm-hmm. and just be like you want to be like the person who stands at the corner like I'll repair your gear for you yeah exactly <laughs> because they don't usually get like smote by things and they just kind of like mm-hmm. are happy with their craft and their little medieval fantasy world and they don't go fight dragons and they just do their thing and they just hang out they're just chilling they're just chilling or in the case of star wars they're just like chilling under you know the grip of the uh empire which isn't too great but it's not like darth vader is going to come down and go and like (laughs) (laughs) well actually darth vader darth vader doesn't have force lightning i don't know why i just did that but <laughs> but I would I would love to just be like a non-essential NPC in like an old like 2003 or earlier sandbox MMO. That's my answer. Mhm. That's the life. That's the dream. That's the life. Just being a humble like fucking basket weaver in Ultima Online. <laughs> yeah, you 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 live in um oh, what's that one? Mabinogi. Oh my god, Mabinogi. I remember that getting advertised <laughs> in uh, in the back of Shonen Jump magazine. Yeah, just just being like a Mabinogi NPC, you're just like a, a caravaner or something. <laughs> I just permanently have an exclamation mark over my head. Mm-hmm. And just like live a very passive, non-dangerous life. That sounds great. I'm going to go with that. Just relaxing. <laughs> just <laughs> relaxing helping adventurers and repairing their shit when they come back and just get getting every now and then you see like a a dragon or something in the distance yeah if i i think i would not i think i would not be um an armorsmith though or like a craftsperson i think i would rather be like Mm -hmm. like a wizard or like a mage that's just like a recluse in like a tower with a bunch of spell books and just like study my grimoires all day and like be like you're the one with like the quest that's like retrieve for me five eyes of the newt yes precisely. i need them for a recipe yes a non-essential npc like wizard or mage that just like sits up in a tower and doesn't get into combat but just like like mm-hmm. like a party trick wizard that's like unfathomably powerful but just does press the digitation to make like colorful lights and like to impress the town's children or something like that yep i really, can see that yeah that'd be fun <laughs> what would you do hmm i think i want to be like a fantasy villain Ooh. who like just rains dragons down on towns and stuff and i mean could absolutely get killed ultimately in the end mm-hmm. but i would have a really great time yeah, you'd have a great time. It. So what you're telling me is that you would have a great time being Trogdor the Burninator. <laughs> yes! <laughs> 100%. Oh, 
Welcome to the Dear Burning Ch- down all the people in the thatch roof cottages. Welcome to the Dear Jazzy Podcast, <laughs> a fetish, kink, sex, and relationship advice show. So you want to be Trogdor the Burninator, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, ever since I was a child, I've had this one large arm. <laughs> I almost just spat coffee all over my keyboard. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Looks that- like you need a bib for your keyboard. Oh, my God. What's mm-hmm. question number six? <laughs> Dear Jazzy, what are some good ways to help keep yourself in a headspace if you have distracting thoughts or find it hard to slip into that headspace but need to need to because you need to relax, i.e. little space or subdom space to play with your partner and such? From Fluffy Nate, he, him. I think, I well, at least for me, what I find, because I, I have a lot of invasive thoughts as well, and I find myself getting distracted sometimes, and it's hard for me to, like, slip down into little space sometimes. Mm-hmm. I try doing something that's more engaging and more distracting than the distracting thoughts. So, like, building, like, an intricate Lego thingamabob or, like, looking for that, mm-hmm. that one brick in particular, that just the one that's always at the bottom of the bin. Just something that's really engaging. Like, something I really enjoy is doing, like, this is so fucking dorky. I really enjoy, (laughs) like, basic arithmetic workbooks more than coloring books. Which, if that doesn't speak volumes as to my character, I don't know what does. (laughs) But just, like... I'm kind of with you. If it's, like, really simple multiplication and addition, I can see myself kind of jamming to that, you know? It's really relaxing. Just, like, doing, like, mm-hmm. multiplication tables. It's really relaxing. And just doing something that is engaging, but also littling. Like, that's, like, a big thing for me. It's just, like, that's why I'm not crazy into, like, rattles unless I'm in, like, full-blown, like, infant space. It's because it's just, like, it doesn't, like, grab my attention. It's not, like, interesting in the same way that building trains is. Or, like... Oh, what's something else? Or it, it just it doesn't grab my attention. And that's why, like, mm-hmm. in terms of cartoons, like, that's why, like, in Little Space, like, I literally cannot stand, like, all those children's YouTube 12 hours of wheels on the oh, bus. Yeah. It's Ugh. just like, oh, God. Like, children's <laughs> media can either be really good or really bad. So it's just stuff like that. Nah. But if it's something like Sesame Street, holy shit, there's so much happening. I love this. Mm-hmm. So funny. Uh, good kids shows know how to not be uh, taking kids' attention by just re- repetition, but with like actually interesting stuff. You really got to find them. Right. It's all about like finding something that's in- that would be engaging to you as an adult, not in little space. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like there's a bunch of like those like mind bender like puzzles that are like. You have to take it apart and put it all back together. That's something that's mm-hmm. really cool in Little Space because it takes like all of your neurons to put this goddamn fucking thing back together, and then mm-hmm. it's just all of a sudden like your entire like brain is focused on this one task, and like all your distractions are just like phased out. You can probably do that yeah. same thing, if not better, in Little Space, and you don't have any distractions mm-hmm. doing that. Because you, you still got, like, 
you still at some point are an adult, you know, even if you're doing something childish. And so you have higher thinking skills. You just have to use all of them the same way a a little one would be using all of theirs, even if they have less. Exactly. And that's why, like, there are some things, like, when I get progressively smaller and smaller and smaller, like, when I'm really tiny, it's just like, holy shit, blocks Mm -hmm. order. This is kind of difficult. (laughs) Whereas, like... yeah. (laughs) Whereas an adult, I'm I'm just like, uh, yes, I'm painting this figurine with a two bristle brush, and just like doing like extremely like strenuous like activity and stuff mm-hmm. that requires like all my neurons for like programming or something like that, and then it's just like ungabunga addition hard <laughs> on the other <laughs> extreme. So it's all about finding. <laughs> it's so true though, finding something that's just. It like, really is finding something that's just entirely engaging is so important at least to my little space and i can only imagine that's mm-hmm. something that like other people feel as well is having something that just grabs your attention and keeps it helps like keep you firmly rooted in little space super duper well mm-hmm. yeah do you have I'm any doing. uh tips for him trying to keep into a sub headspace or dom headspace but i don't know you're probably more familiar with some stuff yeah i can't really speak too much on dom but i can speak about uh subspace because you know i am a sub as you know um in terms of being a sub that was just kind of like trained into me to where um whenever my daddy snaps his fingers i like go alert to attention like i just Mm-hmm. drop everything I just snap to attention and my eyes was just like I don't blink and I'm, I'm just permanently like focus is trained on him and like nothing else and to like follow orders and it, I think it's difficult to give advice on that because I was like quite literally trained to do that like classical training mm-hmm. Pavlovian style to just like hear a snap have this reaction and just like mm-hmm. Like, as you know, I'm a collared sub, so I'm, like, I am permanently bound to this man's service and everything. So, for me, it's just, like, that's just part of, like, who and what I am. Like, to be a sub is to, like, be, like, perfectly obedient, and this is what that looks like. So, I would say, mm-hmm. like, for subspace, it's really good to, like, to, like, stay down in subspace. is to practice, like, a lot of self-discipline and, like find your inner calm because for me it's a very zen experience to be in subspace and it's like almost meditative because of like just the mm-hmm. the intense focus on nothing in your head it's just like there's nothing going through your mind except for like your dom your master and it's just like a really cool experience so that's what i would recommend for that um do you have any thoughts on like mm-hmm. the dom or the caregiver aspect so, um, honestly, with caregiver stuff, I find it so easy to fall into, like, being a mommy and stuff. I honestly couldn't give advice because it's just something that, like, I really just, the second I see, like, Chloe acting all little or bratty, I just kind of, like, immediately jump to it. Um, but as far as, like, being a dom, trying to be, like, stern or, like, um, uh, more, like, controlling or domineering to her is honestly harder because I want to spoil her. Aww. Um but I, I focus a lot on uh, 
knowing that she wants me to tell her what to do and she wants me to punish her for being bad, you know, Mm -hmm. even if she doesn't want it, she wants it. So uh, a a lot of it for me is like, she wants that and I want to, you know, make her all nice and happy and also know that like she's under my care and I'm, uh, I can do whatever I want to her, but I'm only going to do the things she wants me to do and stuff is really just something that puts me right in the headspace. Falling out of the headspace is a little harder, but it's still pretty fun as long as you know exactly how far you can go and stuff, so. Right. And, you know, I think a big part of that is just, like, listening for the safe word and, like, successfully Mm -hmm. ceasing when the safe word is used and establishing that uh, level of trust with your partner, like, both ways and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, trusting... And being a dom, too, is a lot of, like... um, reading signals that aren't being spoken. If she if she's done and like out of it, you know, either you have to try and coax her back into it or be like, okay, scene's over. Let's do some cuddles, you know? Yeah, let's do You gotta some, be flexible. Gotta do some of that dank aftercare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many cuddles. From what I understand, there is definitely a lot of like body language that a dom reads in their sub to kind of like get a gauge. Because it's just like when you're mm-hmm. in deep subspace, your mind is just like warped, and not in a bad way. I don't say that. I don't mean that in a bad way. But you oh, are yeah. just like mm-hmm. in. You are somewhere else. You are in, in in another state of mind. And like, there is there is one scene where um, I know you've seen like those X crosses that have like the the bondage hookups, like the oh yeah yeah like the mm-hmm. heavy rings that you can like attach subs uh like cuffs to everything i was like up on one of those for a long time and daddy was just like Mm, wailing on me and i was just like (laughs) yeah and i and i like had my passy in as like a gag because that's like our favorite gag and i was Mm -hmm. just like i was just like taking it and i I, uh, my back was to the cross and i was facing out and i was getting like flogged and paddled and all that good stuff and by the end i Mm -hmm. was just like hanging forward my head down and I was just like actively just drooling like drool just pouring out of my mouth just like so far gone and just so far just Mm -hmm. like destroyed that it was just like all cognitive function had like ceased and I was just like (laughs) like limp hanging on this cross and then he was like okay (laughs) uh we are done you are going to get aftercare now and I was just like, no, mm-hmm. that was fine. Don't stop. And he's like, nope, we're done. We're done. <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. you did he great. has to make that call because he's the dom. So he's the one taking care of you, you know? Right, exactly. And he's just like, I hear you saying you want more. And I don't doubt that you could take more. But I'm declaring that you are done. And I was just like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was really, that was really wholesome. That was a really fun scene, That sounds too. like a... That sounds like a great fashion show. Oh my god, yeah. If we've been the only the reason well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons we've been like we play that hard is because I really, really enjoy uh bruising and it's been really mm-hmm. difficult. I don't know if it's something with my HRT or something, but I've been so hard to bruise lately. Like we've tried like doing like really heavy paddling on my diaper nothing we've been trying mm-hmm. like floggers nothing and we're just like screaming at my body like why won't you bruise <laughs> so that's part of why i was up it on sounds the like he needs to try some closed hand spanking oh 
I'm oh, sure that'll don't. get you to bruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are times where I'm just like, don't spank me. Just straight up punch my ass. And he does. He just, like, straight up just fucking sucker punches my ass cheek. And it feels really there you go. It's so good. It feels really good. And I told Bruce even from that. And he's like, he's like jacked. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he's just like, baby girl, your booty's too thick. I'm just like, you're not wrong. <laughs> but also. Clearly, uh, you need to be having less iron or something. Because usually when you have an iron deficiency, that's when you start bruising all the time. That's what it You must just gotta be. eat less good. I just need to, like, drink less water. And that will. <laughs> you gotta be it. less healthy. Exactly. And that'll get me. Just eat candy all day. Just eat candy. I mean, that's the little's dream, is it not? Mm-hmm. You want your bruises? Now you have to eat candy all day. There we go. Everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Everyone wins. Is it my digestive tract? <laughs> that loses. That but that isn't loses. Isn't it worth it? Uh, mm, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the last question of the show? The last question of the night is, Dear Jazzy, where have you seen, if any, good portrayals of kink in movies or television? Nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was just giving it a thought, and I don't got nothing. Absolutely goddamn nowhere. Also, thank you, Fluffy Nate Hehem. Uh, you sent in a lot of really oh, good. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. You uh, you sent in a lot of really good questions this week, friend. Um, I've seen next to no uh, good examples. I'm I'm thinking really hard, and the only ones. Well, first of all, finding like kink representation in movies and TV is really difficult outside mm-hmm. of like like Fifty Shades of Grey, which is garbage, or like the one episode of Family Guy where it's just like, oh, Peter's in a dungeon and Mm -hmm. it's funny, LOL. Or just like, there's a lot of like, a a lot of the time when media hears the word BDSM, they think, oh, in a medieval, in a literal fucking dungeon, like a medieval dungeon. One of those big like crosses or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And like an Iron Maiden chest. And it's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the dungeon I we go to has a hot dog roller and ample seating and a bathroom. <laughs> and it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know where they get this notion of like a dungeon is, it's not like a, like a Diablo dungeon. <laughs> <you know? laughs> just like some of the shit. They just don't know the difference between uh, a BDSM dungeon and a dungeon from a video game. It's true. It's really funny. And then it's just like, I, I try to think of like, I try to think, I and then I went to like music videos and it's just like, have I seen kinky music videos? Like, obviously. And it's just like, if you look at Bad Romance, it, like it shows Lady Gaga being like bought and sold mm-hmm. by like a pimp-esque character. But you know, that's not a good portrayal of kink. And then I my no. mind keeps yeah. going. And it's just like, where the fuck have I seen kink? And then if you think about it, like, uh, what was it? CSI did an episode about an ABDL that was like a murderer. I'm like, yeah, that's great representation. That's great. <laughs> oh, you want to know what? I don't know. I don't know if it's CSI or something. I There's the meme. Have, I'm certain you've seen it of uh, the guy is on the phone and he calls 
the girl and he says, you're on speakerphone, behave. And she says, or what, you'll spank me? That's the, <laughs> like one of the few things I can think of is like a meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, there really isn't much. And that's barely anything, too. It's kind of there, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing. You know, it's like a little something, something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, there's a show I'm watching right now with Chloe that has, uh, actually, yeah, it, there's like the side character who he's portrayed as kind of a huge weirdo. Um, uh, the show is called Psych. It's about a guy who pretends to be psychic and is a detective. Mm-hmm. Um, and they introduce a coroner, basically, who's, who is just totally characterized as this total weirdo. And every now and then he mentions like doing some sex stuff that's like, kink related or something and like he's all about polyamory and this and that stuff and I don't think it's a good portrayal either. Yeah, I was going to say that doesn't sound great. No. Every time every time I think I'm seeing kink and stuff, it's like a ho ho, look at how weird this is. Like, okay, straighty. Whatever <laughs> okay, you say. Okay, breeder. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like that's so true because like any representation of or any portrayal rather of kink. Whew, there's my yawn for the episode. God damn it. Right. Girl. I was doing so well too. But um Wait, do you still have coffee? Did you run out? I finished my coffee. It's a giant mug too. I don't know how I powered through that. Maybe but, the smell of the coffee is what keeps it at bay. Maybe. Hold on, let me just I'm not sure how much of that came out on camera, but that probably sounds awful. Just like I heard a little bit of of sniffing. Yeah, that was just me (laughs) huffing like an empty mug, sadly. Just like, please come back. (laughs) But um, any any portrayal has been either incorrect or totally negative. And like, look at these weirdos, Mm -hmm. lol. Or just like, oh, this is BDSM and it's cool, and it's just like wrong. I'm like, no. Mm No, 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 no. So I cannot think of any better example of EDSM than just going to your dungeon and just watching some scenes if that's something they allow, you know? Because mm-hmm. I know some... You, you can't even, like, watch porn because if you just watch, like, BDSM porn, it's almost always not really BDSM. It's always about the, the, the dicking down. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it say, right usually. Any like BDSM porn I've seen has either been like really like actual BDSM or really goddamn disappointing. And usually it's really goddamn disappointing because it's just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's a girl on like a bench and she's getting dicked down in a dungeon, but they don't do anything BDSM. Or it's just like, Oh man, she got spanked once. BDSM, DDLG, she got mm-hmm. spanked. Ooh. She's she's handcuffed to like a chair. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I guess that's BDSM. Oh my god, the fucking fluffy handcuffs from like Spencer's or like Adult Mart are okay, so Okay, those funny. are my favorite. I want some so bad. <laughs> they're they, so stupid looking. They're so stupid. Oh my god. See, here's the thing. You can just like clip two cuffs together and if your sub is well trained they won't undo them that's like mm-hmm. that's like the best luck is a sub that's good enough to not undo their restraints like 
mind-blowing concept i know to like all the brats that listen mm-hmm. to this show but it's just like once again <laughs> once again being a good girl has its benefits just saying you're the world's only good girl jazzy i'm sorry i know it's hard being the only good girl i'm, I'm being a, a role model for everything well that's that's a lie because ruka my big <laughs> sister is an extremely good girl and i learned so much about being a good girl from from my from her because she's my big yes and i love you i'm glad there's someone out there to be a good influence on you yeah someone other than daddy because he is the ultimate good influence Mm -hmm. yeah and i figured that that part went without saying and everything oh obviously obviously (laughs) but yeah what you didn't hear is i stifle another yawn successfully because i'm a professional but then you told me about it, so it's not like it didn't happen. And it, it did happen. And it's not even getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, turning the question around once again, have you seen any good portrayals or anything? Any bad portrayals that like stick out in particular? I mean, I talked about that one TV show and like that meme I saw. Uh, not really. Like anything I've seen. They mention it so offhandedly as like, oh, this character wore a handcuff once. Anyway, you know, like when a show isn't out to make someone who does BDSM a villain, it's like a a, a funny joke that you're kind of supposed to glaze over, like, oh haha, that sex thing. And so even when it's not that bad of a portrayal, it's not actually a betrayal portrayal at all. It's just kind of there for a joke. Yeah. Which is nothing. And, you know, that's a really good point. Like, casting BDSM as either a joke or casting the villain as, like, mm-hmm. as like someone who's into BDSM. And, you know, that's really, that's really problematic for a lot of reasons. And that also underscores the fact that, like, our community is extremely misunderstood. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so much of, like, oh, this guy... Uh, at his BDSM dungeon would tie girls up. He's tying girls up and murdering them now. Like, there doesn't have to be a a correlation there. You know, sometimes people just like it in a sexy way and not in a murder way. Yeah, it's just like, there was an event that uh, a bunch of people from our dungeon went to that were, it was just like they rented a cabin, went out to the woods, and there was like 30 of them all participating in scenes. And like some farmer across the field saw like, oh saw, my God. saw <laughs> literally a bunch of guys whipping a bunch of girls who were like strung up on crosses and called, <laughs> and called the fucking cops. And the cops came and there, and everyone there was like, go vanilla, go vanilla, break your scenes, run! Oh my god. And the cops were like, what's uh, going on here? And apparently the farm... I wanna... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, I just wish I was that farmer. Just looking out over my field, like, oh man, what's happening? Right? Apparently the farmer told the police that there were satanic rituals going on and that women <laughs> that women were being like live sacrificed to satan i'm like <laughs> as hot as that sounds that's not what we're doing that sounds like the most accurate description of what people who do bdsm want it to look like so i mean i was going to say it, it looks brutal it's not what they were doing they're literally just <laughs> masturbation with extra steps <laughs> but 
Oh, baby, sacrifice me to the Dark Lord. Mm, sacrifice me, Daddy. <laughs> there, no, there's a merch idea. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice me, Daddy. Sacrifice oh, me, God. Daddy. Dear Jazzy Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been thinking about doing, like, merch for the show, and, like, I think that's going to make it. You need, you need merch. I need to wear weird shirts with things that you have said on them. I've also been thinking about a shirt design where it's just, it's just black shirt, white text. This is my inappropriate shirt. Dear Jazzy podcast. It's just like Noah <laughs> because it's a kink show and people are just like, ur, ur, don't do anything kinky. Be perfectly vanilla all the time. And it's just like, Hi, mm-hmm. this is my inappropriate shirt. I'm promoting a sex show. <laughs> LOL. I love it. I, because, you know, that's like <laughs> discreet enough, but it's also just like, <laughs> it's a joke. LOL. Mm-hmm. But oh, if no. you know, you know. If you know, you know exactly. It's like a I don't mm-hmm. want to I don't want to use the term dog whistle because that usually describes like alt right and like gross stuff. But it's like if you know, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that is wow. We got really off track there, but <laughs> <laughs> that is our answer to the last question. Uh, did you have? Any closing thoughts before we do the sign off? You want to know what? I had one before this question and now it's gone. Oh no. I wanted to ask you something. It's gone now. While you, think- you distracted me with the satanic rituals. <laughs> Sacrifice me, daddy. Um, before- <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Could you talk about the usual bets uh, giveaway and then uh, the new podcast at your household? has come up with because i really oh, want to yeah, totally. here awesome yeah um so my my lovely little girl chloe and her little big sister sophie um have their podcast the usual bet it's your your bigger sister podcast because you're perpetually the baby mm-hmm. uh and um they uh it's an abdl discussion podcast they also get up to lots of hygiene um lots of hygiene <laughs> and they are currently doing uh, weekly diaper giveaways, padding giveaways, um, I believe from ABU and Rears. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't recall if they have a discount code or not. Um, you have to look at their Twitters, um, the usual Chloe and the usual Sophie. I think they have like but, a 10% uh, every discount week, code or something. Yeah, I think so. Um, padding best friends forever, something like that. I like- Uh, Padcast friends or something. Padcast friends forever. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. If you want to know what the 10% code is, you can listen to the usual bet on Spotify and iTunes. Wink! Our last episode, um, Chloe tried some baby food in a high chair, and then I tried some, and it was really bad. I felt so bad I never knew it was so bad. I've, I've scanned, heard someone, like, actively retch into a microphone and then that entire episode was just like oh no i was so afraid for oh, yeah. you all chloe i think after two of them was basically i was like ready to like get her out of the high chair to free her so she'd go to the bathroom or something she was not having it yeah and then sophie um, had one she's like nope do not like do not like and it's like oh, oh so- she hates it Oh no, Sophie. She hated it all so much. <laughs> After two, those two were just like, we regret everything. All of our life choices that led up to this point. I felt 
I felt especially bad when I had one and it was a very dark colored one and Chloe was like oh yay it's chocolate and I'm just over here like why would they make chocolate baby food I would just give you pudding it was prune flavored it was prune flavored baby food she thought Uh. it was chocolate she was so excited and I tried to make sure she knew it was not going to be chocolate and she her face fell as she tasted it poor girl poor baby (laughs) Oh, that's really sweet, though. That's, that's That sounds really cute. Oh, my God. I miss you all so much. It was much. so cute. I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, no. It's like when... Look at you, baby food. Don't worry. Aw. It's like, <laughs> it's like the videos of, like, parents who, like, who have their infant. It's just like, here, eat this lemon. And the kid's face, like, contorts. That's literally the mental <laughs> image I had watching the episode. Or listening to it the was episode. like that, except I I didn't want to give her the lemon. She thought it was a lovely candy, but it was a lemon. It was indeed not a lovely lovely candy. <laughs> and then what? Um, but oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, they are doing their their padding giveaway, and every week basically they end up uh, telling their listeners what to email them to prove that you listened. And, um, usually it's like, uh, an anecdote or story or, uh, maybe a picture of something. Um, and then they, they read all the emails. You sent an absolutely delightful email last week or this week. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Uh, whenever I see the phrase, wake up sheeple, <laughs> a part of me ascends. <laughs> Oh no, the waveform is so crunchy. <laughs> it's so crunchy. That's what you get for writing wake up sheeple. Wake up sheeple. Oh my god. <laughs> if you want to hear um, what yeah. I wrote into that show, you can listen to the usual bet once again on Spotify and iTunes. And then y'alls have a new podcast that just started up. Yes. Um, I'm actually in this one consistently, and uh, so is uh, Kimmy, and so is Pudding. Um, it is the Changing Tabletop, play on the Changing Table. Mm-hmm. That's the Changing Table for a baby. Uh, and it's basically D&D tabletop podcast, but with ABDL or kink themes. And right now we are doing Sophie's original game, Fantasia's Gate, which... Um, I don't recall if it uses the Pathfinder 2 system or the D&D 5e system, and then it's, like, reflavored. But it is a lot of fun. It's basically a bunch of kink classes, and um, uh, from there on DM, Sophie kind of thinks of a plot to make kinky things happen, and uh, it's very goofy. We're only a couple episodes in, and it's already very, very goofy. I I love the show so much. Um, Kimmy was so afraid about... Kimmy was so afraid of a joke she made kind of at my expense in the first episode. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's really offensive. Jazzy was finding that offensive. I was just like, that's funny. <laughs> roast, me. <laughs> roast me more, please. Yeah, I remember that happening where I was like, you can't say that. <laughs> if you want- She's like, um, it's funny, though. It, it's funny and it's also very true, which is why I can't be too mad at it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to give it away because I want people to go listen to the Changing Tabletop, also on Spotify and iTunes. But suffice to say, <laughs> it was really funny. All right, I'm really glad you thought it was funny. I feel less bad now. <laughs> oh no, it, it was it was hilarious. 
but yeah yeah it's a lot of fun so with those two uh those two plugs is there anything else that you wanted to yes. put on the record uh well not on the record but i remember what i wanted to ask you yes go for it i wanted to submit my dear jazzy question for the week yes question number eight let's do this but you have to phrase it as like a proper Dear Jazzy question. Obviously, of course. Of course, of um, course. <laughs> Dear Jazzy, ha- have, has your daddy ever made you or have you ever dressed up for a scene, like in a costume or something in particular? Most sincerely, Lemon Party. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Jesus fucking Christ, Lemon Party, get off my podcast. That's so worth it. Get off my (laughs) podcast. Answer my question first, you coward. (laughs) Oh my God, that's vile. Uh, Dear Lemon Party, uh, (laughs) I have have gotten into... I have gotten into (laughs) specific costumes and outfits for many scenes whether it be uh, just a diaper going around um, the dungeon, Mm -hmm. letting people write on said diaper as like humiliation. That was really fun. Whether it be like my full like harness and cuff and restraint setup. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my friends made me a set of like Gorian robes, which if you know what Gorian culture is, it's a little bit, I do not. It's a little gross and it's very sexist, but also there's like a like a kink element to it and like they made them for me like special as like a gesture. I'm like, oh this is this is nice. And Oh, that is sweet. Yeah. And then just like, you know, a whole bunch of things. I think by far the hottest one and the one that I love mm-hmm. the most. Uh and this is still something we're like piecing together piece by piece, is I really enjoy uh, consensual, non-consensual, first of all, is, is so good. But also, mm-hmm. like, teacher-student roleplay is really, really hot for me. So we're pe- mm-hmm. we're slowly piecing together, like, the perfect, like, Catholic schoolgirl uniform for oh my God. and everything. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so we have, like, a specific kind of skirt, and then, like, we do, like, plain white, like, ABU simples, because it's just like, mm-hmm. like, what would the dress code diaper be? And then, like, what would the dress code passy look like? So it's just like plain white passy, plain white diaper, to be like in line with like this, like this pretend school's like colors and everything. We've put a lot of thought mm-hmm. into like the lore of this scene. That's half the fun, honestly, of like dressing up for kinky stuff. Half the fun is like planning it out. <laughs> it is. It, it's like you're telling a story with your outfit through like the scene mm-hmm. and everything so that is one that i've really really enjoyed and that is how i dress up for scenes and everything sincerely jasmine That's starshine fun. she her <laughs> that was a good question i loved it i'm so glad <laughs> <laughs> thank you lemon party for that amazing question <laughs> You know, every time you say it out loud, it makes me regret it. (laughs) Lemon party.
Stop. <laughs> oh, that sounded like one of my wines. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I oh stole my. it from you. Uh, Miss Lemon is little confirmed. <laughs> this is a mm-hmm. Dear, Jazz, me. Dear Jazzy podcast exclusive. Exclusive report breaking now. So, yeah. Don't tell Chloe her mommy acted like a little. She'll be very upset. Oh, my God. You look like a little. You can't wear that. It's so funny. She's so silly. I love it. She's very silly. So, (laughs) was there anything else that we need to address before we close out the show? Uh, I don't think so. Unless you can think of anything. Just, uh, you know, listen to Dear Jazzy's sister podcast, the Padcast, the usual bet. And keep listening to Dear Jazzy, obviously. Obviously. But once you're done with mm-hmm. once you're done with this episode, immediately go over to uh, the sister podcast, The Usual Bet, and the Changing Tabletop to hear my besties talk about even more kinky stuff. Mm-hmm. Today is um, Sunday the twenty fourth. I'm gonna date it because tomorrow is usually when they record The Usual Bet. So I think like I don't know when you're gonna post this tomorrow. Yeah, probably tomorrow. Okay, so then they, people wouldn't have time to submit for this week, but that means they would be able to post, like, uh, submit for the upcoming week, basically, pretty much immediately. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So without further ado, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. Uh, stay tuned for our eventual Twitch stream, if that will eventually happen sometime, maybe question mark. And listen to <laughs> all of your jazzy online there on Spotify and on iTunes. Once again, you can listen to the sister podcast, The Usual Bet, on iTunes and Spotify, as well as The Changing Tabletop. I have been Jasmine Starshine. You have been Miss Lemon. Thank you so much once again for joining me. Thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we will see you next time. Next time. Well, not me. Other people.